Welcome to the 18th episode in our series to explore and expand your connection with your inner voice, your soul. I'm Gil Roland and I'm Soul Dancer, your co-host for a unique journey we invite you to join with us. In this episode, we focus on eight time-tested tools to reconcile challenges. With these tools, you'll navigate the arts of grace and forgiveness with ease and grace. Two quick reminders. Reminder number one, our Soul Talk podcast build upon prior podcasts. Visit bit.ly forward slash OST radio. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash OST radio to access all of our classes in our series. Download classes anytime to listen to them anytime. Be sure to download episode transcripts to experience Gil's one-of-a-kind artwork. To access full-length podcasts and videos containing powerful exercises, original artwork, and music, kindly join our Patreon family. Patreon helps you support us as we support you. Visit bit.ly forward slash OST Patreon to access full audio, video, and transcript files of published podcasts. As we dive into class, I suggest you get something to take notes with. Heads up, patrons! Click on the transcript link to download a complete transcription of this class. Scribble notes in the margins. Bring those notes to our monthly office hour Zoom sessions. Well, Gil, we're at Reconcile Challenges. Gil's permission, I want to be a bit of a deconstructionist, and I'd like us first to look at what does reconcile mean to you? And what does challenge mean to you? Because for every person, they have their own unique Webster's Dictionary definitions of the word reconcile and the word challenge. True? Absolutely. I just go back to the old Latin phrase, solve et coagula. And what I mean by that is solve, deconstruct, coagula, reconstruct. Let's take it apart, see how it works, see what doesn't work, if anything, and then once you put it back together, put it back together in the most efficient way for your production and your evolution. As you go down memory lane and you look at how experience has ripened yourself into wisdom, knowledge into wisdom, meaning once you've experienced something, it actually turns into wisdom. Without experience, you don't have wisdom. I can read all the books there is about boiling water to make an egg, but until I boil the water to make an egg, I only have intellectual understanding of it. I don't have the wisdom of it until I'm standing over the pan watching the water boil. Now I'm getting some wisdom around it. Any musician worth their salt understands when you're looking at sheet music, you understand how, what it's supposed to do. But until you actually put the strings under your thumb, literally, and experience the sound and how it resonates, now you understand all the way to the bone if it sounds like what is being put on paper. You're getting some wisdom, right? So as that preference point, as you think about the word reconcile, Gil, you know, over your lifetime, how has that word changed for you? Reconciliation was a very personal thing. Oh, okay, I have to learn to walk, stumble and fall. Okay, I know this foot doesn't go that way because equal fall. How do I get here? How do I get to the point of what I'm trying to do? Well, in order to do it, I had to continue to get up stumble, fall, get up, stumble, fall. I had to get the muscle, motor reflexes rather, working to the point that I can actually put one foot in the other, front of the other in a balanced way that I can now achieve an equilibrium and move forward 
or backwards or cartwheels or any of the other stuff. So reconciliation was an alignment of a physical aspect. You, you wanted to get from point A to point B, and you had to reconcile what your body was doing with what it should be doing. Absolutely. Drawing, acquiring that skill, taking a pencil and creating something that I find in my mind and putting it on paper. And the tool and the formulation to do it, my arm, the pencil, the fingers, all of the articulation, learning to hone that crafted in a way where what is now on paper is exactly my intent from what I see in my mind. So in your mind, reconciliation has been a alignment of vision with action. Correct. Okay. That's the, on the physical level. How about the emotional level? When it comes to reconciliation, what have you noticed has changed, if any, in you when it comes to how you approach reconciliation? My reconciliation was understanding other, as it were. Seeking an understanding on where they were coming from. Is it fair to say as time melted your consciousness into a larger expanded awareness reconciliation your capacity to be more graceful your capacity to walk a mile in another person's shoes grew compassion in other words reconciliation in the beginning may not have been as quite as graceful may not have been as quite as compassionate and now maybe there's a little bit more of both of those oh it would only happen after the fact when you have somebody and i'll use just my own personal example when you have somebody trying to destroy you physically my compassion to understand them went to zero. Now my compassion is just to survive. And since somebody's trying to destroy me, it they must be destroyed themselves. Now it just comes down to just straight up. In order for me to exist in the 3D reality I find myself in, there's this other person trying to stop that. I must stop him in order for myself to continue. So any compassion, viewpoint, all of that stuff was moot. I didn't care. I, the only time I cared was to understand strategically how to smite them. In an observation of what I've seen in our relationship, Gil, I have sensed you are embracing more fully. Bless them, Father. They know not what they do. Oh, absolutely. More often than not. Absolutely. And actually, not even from a point of compassion. My go-to is just laugh at it all. Mm -hmm. The reason why I bring that up is because reconciliation has the misnomer that it's an outside-in job. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I beg to differ. It's an inside-out job, isn't it? Yes. Well, the thing is, when most people think of reconciliation with anyone, again, you're still looking at it from my ideology is coming from the inside out. Because it's coming from myself, this I know to be true would be the ongoing thing this is the mean this is the absolute they other are not in alignment with what i know as truth because they other are not in alignment with what i know is true now an adjustment has to take place usually the adjustment is he or she's crazy they don't understand what's really going on and in order for me to understand them they need to come where i am in order for us to make the bridge not understanding, gee, maybe I need to change my own perspective on to understand where they are coming from. Because it is not they who needs change, and perhaps it is I. Once that little nugget falls into place, now that usually comes with compassion and understanding and so on and so forth. The reason why I'm bringing up this internal-external concept with re 
with reconciliation. If you found out, Gil, that I am purposefully manipulating you, and my desire to manipulate you, in my mind, was all good. It was based on good intentions. But you find out that I'm manipulating you. How would you feel about me? My first go-to is, you must think I'm dense somehow that I need to be manipulated to begin with, that I don't have the wherewithal or intelligence. Would you say I was controlling? Yes, because you wouldn't have the reason or want to Even manipulate. Even was in the best, best of interest. I mean, I was trying to spare your feelings or not hurt you or whatever good reason I had in my mind. I'm still being controlling and manipulative, right? Right. That's not the end of it. I just understand it as a mechanism. Right. My point being, reconciliation from the outside in is controlling and manipulative. If I'm trying to reconcile with you and I'm trying to massage things in a way that you can see things need to be reconciled, that's not fair, is it? Correct. I'll give you an example in my own life. When I fell into a hole and had my jaw knocked out of its socket, and I had to go to the hospital. And in order to sage me of all pain, a nurse had to give me a shot in the jaw in order to just deaden the nerve. Well, from my experience at that time, anybody who came at me with a needle, they were about to get knocked out. And that's exactly what happened to the nurse who tried to give me a shot. I knocked her out. So the next nurse who came in, my father had to say, wait, before you do this, he had to literally put his hand over my eyes and just said, all right, this is the best way that you can do it. Because if he sees you coming at him, he will go into that. And it wasn't so much my dad had to blind me. It was my father's hand on me had to, you calm know, calm me down. Otherwise, again, it's like somebody's trying to get at me. Aloha. Thank you for joining us for the first few minutes of this class. How's it going so far? Of course, we have more for you when you're ready. Please visit the clickable link below or bit.ly forward slash O-S-T-P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That's bit.ly forward slash O-S-T-Patreon to gain instant access to the rest of this class. When you have full access to this class, you can also download the audio file as well as full transcript files. Kindly know your support helps us support you. Thank you for your support by joining our Soul Talks Patreon family. Aloha! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.